It's like a very enchanted forest. It is an enchanted forest. We're back in the forest for another patio session because it is way too hot yeah. to be out on the sunny patio. Honestly, we just didn't want to leave yet, so we just decided to record this out here as well. So if you're new, uh, welcome to Semi-Intellectual Musings Patio Sessions. These are intended to be quick, uh, kind of 10-15 minute episodes uh, where Matt and I pick a topic, uh, don't do a whole lot of research, but kind of give us, uh, give you our uh, kind of off the top of our head opinions about it. Yeah, totally. These are some of probably our most honest opinions because yeah. uh, we've done no uh, prep work for this at all. Or not but, a lot. Yeah, like Phil's got a phone in front of him and I think he's going to hand that over to me again and it's an iPhone, so I'm a little freaked out. But uh, Phil, you got some stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but so why we're talking today yeah. is um, Matt, um, as you know, uh, Band Book Week starts uh, September 25th and it runs till October 1st. Oh, okay, so banned books, um, week, um, yeah. Okay, what the heck? <laughs> okay, explain yourself, Philip. So, <laughs> what does uh, that even mean? So, what does that mean? So, the uh, banned book weeks, uh, sponsored by the American Library Association, uh, happens every year, and it is kind of like a celebration of books that have been challenged or banned, uh, and to really raise raise awareness about the right to read. Oh, okay, cool. So it's um politically inspired in and of itself, and then it's also about banned books as well. Yeah. So it's uh, to raise uh, literacy awareness, and then it's also to raise awareness of these books that have been banned. Exactly, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, it's that's like our counterparts in uh, the U.S. Uh, kind of version of it. In Canada, we have the Freedom to Read Week, uh, which runs from February 25th to March 3rd. Oh, cool. Uh, and their kind of slogans is raising awareness encouraging participation and celebrating freedom of expression <laughs> that is very canadian good it job canadian, canadian, canadian freedom to read week <laughs> yeah exactly uh so we're gonna also be doing something for that week uh not sure what matt and i have kind of thrown yeah. some ideas together yeah, maybe yeah. a reading club or that would be pretty cool like a little uh, mini book club or mini something. book club yeah. get some people to send in some recommendations and some reviews of books uh but that's february okay cool uh, something to think this about. week uh we're celebrating uh you know challenge books, ban books, etc. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, one of the common questions is what's the difference between a challenge and a ban? Right, yeah. So a challenge are uh, documented requests uh, by persons or groups to remove a book from somewhere such as a library or from students' required reading lists. So these challenges are generally from educators and they generally concern students' engagement with a book. Now, after a successful challenge... Uh, the book is then considered banned. So, you know... Okay, so the challenge has to be successful. And these challenges, these are the things that go to the courts and and whatnot? Is that correct? It could go to the courts, but a banned book could also be considered, um, you know, from a certain school or a certain school board or from a certain province, for example. Okay, cool. So this actually reminds me, it's kind of jogging my memory. Um, uh, So I'm from Surrey, BC, and sometime in the, yeah, sometime in the 90s, in 1997, actually, um, there was a challenge, I guess, of uh, a a number of books. I think it was um, three books. Um, and they're all about same-sex uh, relationships. Right, yeah. And um, first off, it uh, it was a challenge, and then the challenge went to the Supreme Court of Canada. And the Supreme Court of Canada said, we need you, the Surrey School Board, um, I think it's School Board 36, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, we need you to revisit the decision. And they did in 2003. Um, the three um, books uh, that were uh, banned um, was Belinda's Bouquet, Asha's Mums, One Dad, Two Dad, Brown Dad, Blue Dads. 
be, and again, because they all dealt with same sex, with uh, same sex uh, kind of plots, characters, issues, uh, that sort of stuff. And the Surrey School Board said, "No, nah, we don't want our students reading this." Exactly. So it was a challenge. It went through the courts. It took uh, a number of years to get back to them, and then the courts, as they often do, would kick it back down to the school board to make the final decision. Right? Because right? the Supreme Court of Canada doesn't want to make a declaration on. Uh, um, same-sex relationships. And, no, not at all. And this is uh, 2003, so this is, okay. if I remember correctly, before same-sex marriage is legalized in Canada as well. I believe so, It just yeah. popped in my head. Yeah. Um, so anyway, in 2003, I went back to the uh, Surrey School Board, and um, I got a quote from this news story. Um, they decided to reban them, but it was based on grammar and punctuation. <laughs> An American uh, spelling of Canadian, what words right, should be spelled right. in the Canadian way, like, color doesn't have so, a you so the school, board, the school board said oh you know what finally we're we're cool with the content but it was just the way that it was written yeah exactly like we're not happy with the grammar and i love this little quote uh because this is a word i actually misspell all the time apparently and i just realize it now um so this is from the uh the board chair uh, mary polak um this story has problems with punctuation and grammar throughout the spelling of favorite is inconsistent switching from the canadian to the american um, the board also criticized the book's depiction of men. So Belinda's bouquet was rejected because it uh, raised the subject of dieting. Of what? Dieting. Dieting. They dieting. thought that you shouldn't um, influence like young female readers' minds with um, dieting with idea. But you go to any chapters or any you know book booksellers so, tons of books about dieting exactly so Polak says to discuss the issue of dieting as it relates to body image is risky at this age and I think clumsily handled in this story so that was like oh. a subjective right, yeah. interpretation of the content so that's one basis that books I guess are rejected yeah um, the book also rejected I remember this one particularly because of the title I think one dad two dads blue dad brown dad <laughs> Or brown dad, blue dad, sorry. Right. Um, because it said um, it made fun of uh, skin colors and dealt too much with sexual orientation for its intended audience of kindergartners. Now, this is where it comes, like, politically. Okay. Like, some parents, I think, would have a legitimate um, beef with talking about same-sex relationships or sexual relationships, actually, I'd say, with kindergartners. So, I can see some basis there, but then it's also, like... I don't know. Like, what, so what are your thoughts? Like, this is yeah, like, it's, mean, an, it's a sticky one. And this is what's interesting about banned books is because it reveals the political stickiness inherited in our society. Well, that's right. And like, you know, okay, so the three top reasons why books are banned, according to the ALA, are offensive language, sexual content, and then it's this third one, unsuitable to a certain age group. So, you know, your question about unsuitable to kindergartners is one of the top reasons Mm. Uh, that books do get challenged and banned. So it's not that, you know, the the people challenging it are saying, well, you know, I guess we can talk about same-sex marriage, but not to kinder, like, not to certain age. Like, yeah. it kind of seems to me like it's a cop-out. I think so, too. It kind of, like... And I imagine in that book, the um, sexual relationships, quote-unquote, that they're talking about, is actually, like, a two... Um, parent to male parent household right, yeah. and then their sexual relationship is probably like not even implied in the book but the adult reader is implying that sexual relationship now my argument would be a kindergarten would not um, imply that they're having like homosexual sex they're like those are just two dads that live together and raise a kid or something yeah because that's probably how it's dealt with there's in this picture book there's tons of picture books about 
the nuclear family, mom, dad, two kids, and mm. a dog, and those don't get challenged. Yeah. And there's, like, too few books on um, queer families, basically. Well, exactly. Like, the whole spectrum. And I know for my friends that are queer, they scoop up any picture book that has any sort of, of positive course. depiction of queer relationships. And, and the child um, who lives in the family wants to see a root production or, you know, at least a book that resembles their own family. Yeah, and I think it was The Feminist Baby is what you got, uh, Little Violet. Or, I, yeah, that was one yeah, of them. Um, and I've that was one of the first books I read to her because you know that I want my daughter to be a feminist. So I think we, we are, all need to be feminists. I think all books are intentional, like they're implied, like they have a political... Absolutely. Um, messaging and all of them and and I don't know I'm I'm scooping up any sort of activist I also got A is for activist yeah uh, that's so, a good one yeah um, I'm sure those will be banned both at some point but here we go uh, yeah well speaking of books that have been banned cool. uh, let's go through the ALA list of oh, listicle, some of the most, eh? a listicle <laughs> uh, ALA list of some of the most feared books um, so in history in 1455 uh, the bible that's crazy. Uh, that's like, and 1455, that's like the Protestant Reformation. It's from full swing. Yeah. And then it's also the Spanish Inquisition. And well. then later, uh, Florida public schools banned the distribution of the Bible, uh, but still allowed it to be offered in common areas. So it was basically kids shouldn't be reading this. It's like the uh, Gideon's Bible you see in a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> they just throw a few on the yeah, cafeteria. That's fine. <laughs> uh, here's one for us, Matt. Uh, 1848, The Communist Manifesto by Marx and Engels uh, has been banned. Yeah. Uh, it's it, like a badge of honor. <laughs> it has currently been banned in Turkey for 165 years. Oh, nice. We should go visit Turkey and just like distribute a few. Yeah. Replace the Gideon Bible with that. <laughs> uh, okay. So here are uh, a couple classic novels. Uh, 1884, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. Yeah. Uh, 1903, The Call of the Wild by Jack London. Okay, so what what's the deal there? Do you have any idea why that gets banned? Because I hear The Call of the Wild come up often. I can see Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer because of the use of the N-word uh, throughout and um, the depiction of African Americans. But does it say anything about The Call of the Wild? Yeah, Call of the Wild was banned in Italy. Uh, Yugoslavia, and it was burned uh, in Nazi Germany. Uh, it was just considered too radical. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. The same thing kind of goes for uh, The Brave New World by Huxley. I can uh, see that. 1932, yeah. that gets banned. Uh, Tropic of Cancer by Miller, that gets banned. Yeah, now, you hear one that, that one a lot. One that com- comes up often as well is Of Mice and Men in 1934, it gets banned. Uh, so the book by Steinbeck. Huh. Yeah. I, Catcher in the I Rye. I could see that, like how the the scene where like spoiler alert, um, fast forward, um, where the woman is like beaten to death or strangled. That I could see that being pretty rough. Yeah, and of mice and men like is like the fifth most challenged book by the ALA. Seriously. Like, ALA. Yeah, it's, that's it's, surprising. It's up there. Yeah. Uh, Catcher in the Rye, The Lord of the Flies, Lolita. These are all. Wow. Really. Yeah. Lolita. I think it's because it deals with uh, teenage sexuality. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so here's a surprising one. Uh, Green Eggs and Ham by uh, Mr. Dr. What? Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss? Yeah, so it was banned uh, in 1965 in China because of its portrayal of early Marxism. Oh, well, that's also when they had their famine as well, so I'm sure they didn't want to read about well, Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> well, there you go. Here's uh, So one that's kind of not surprising is uh, William Powell's The Anarchist Cookbook. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know. I would consider banning that one, too. <laughs> uh, 1991, another one that's, you know, not surprising, American Psycho uh, gets banned. Oh, yeah. 
It's a little too critical of old Wall Street there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, what some people might not know is that the, I'm going to call it a cult classic mm-hmm. uh, by this point, uh, but J.K. JK Rowland's Harry Potter series. Seriously? Uh, Just because it's like magic and shit and like Christian groups? It seems too violent. Maybe? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and some, uh, you know, characters uh, act bad, quote-unquote. Oh, and, uh, and that's where it gets at that, like, the intended audience, right? So maybe exactly. it's too violent for the intended audience. And, you know, it's portrayal of wizardry and witchcraft. I can see that. Yeah, that's what that I thought. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and another surprising one to me was The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown. Yeah, yeah, for his criticalness of well, religion. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. it's just not worth banning. It just wasn't that great of a book. <laughs> no, well, another not great book that probably wasn't worth banning is uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Not sure, you know. They just log- shouldn't have published that. Well, you know, <laughs> probably Keep not. Keep that shit on the internet. <laughs> probably not the best uh, source books. Uh, but huh. anyway. That's um, interesting, man. Yeah. The, the few real surprising ones that Dr. Zeus was really surprising. Well, that's it, yeah. I'm going to dig into that one and actually find out the some of the reasons uh, for why it was banned. Yeah, that's interesting. So um, join us. Uh, so as listeners, join us on our week-long kind of engagement with band books. Yeah, totally. I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, as you can <laughs> just hear there, uh, Phil is sick, so he's uh, powering through uh, these radio sessions. This. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing Dude, we still got to record an episode, homie. We still got to record a full episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us on our patio session in the woods. Yeah, uh, totally. Again. It's very tranquil out here. Uh, we will have for you a promo for us that will air on other shows so uh, check out our social media uh, for which shows we'll be featured on it's a great promo we think uh, on band books you can find us on social media on twitter at the underscore sim underscore pod you can also find us on facebook at the simpod uh, and if you want to email us you can do so anytime maybe with some band book suggestions or some stuff that uh, we should pay attention to and we're at semi-intellectual at gmail.com our full-length shows and our regular feed are found at thesim.podbean.com, and we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, your podcatcher of choice. Cool. Go read a band book this week. Go read a band book. Uh, engage in those challenged uh, topics and themes, and uh, we'll be talking with you soon. Oh, the way to